0: progress you gave you guys, it away now we all know that's so i know where to start the, the editing you know i actually looked into some settings uh online to see if you can turn off that announcement and uh apparently it's like a, a, it's a no-go because it's a little ha- thing you, yeah you have to allow your uh meet your meeting you have to allow your meeting no when when the recording begins so oh. Because you guys can leave.
1: No, in all states, you can leave if you if you start it. Well, probably not. It is not true. Every week, yes, it is.
2: No, Ohio is a one one can one party consent state. So if I record a conversation, yes, it is. Yes, it is. I just looked it up. I have use for it. If two people, if yes, if one party of the conversation knows they're being recorded, you're clean.
0: That's like Josh said. You have the ability to leave. Trust me, I'm gonna use that
2: to my advantage real soon.
1: For what reason?
2: Uh, I can't tell until it happens. I don't want to.
1: You said I don't want to ruin the surprise.
2: Yeah, I don't. I I know they don't listen, but I would hate for them to listen. And, and oh, you're
0: narrowing the list just by saying that.
2: Yeah. Am I? Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah.
0: severely.
2: No, there. Yeah. Are, it could be. No. it could be someone I'm suing.
1: No, it could be not. someone who's. <laughs> but it's not. Harassing <laughs> it's so not. It's, it could be my mother, maybe. <laughs> Her name starts with an M and it rhymes with <laughs> solicita.
2: It could
0: be. It could no, be not
2: my mother, maybe. No,
0: no soliciting.
2: Uh, hey, if you're still listening, go away. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
2: I, I no don't worry. know if she still listens or not, but. Oh, cheers. she did at one point. She followed the Facebook page a couple weeks ago when I was when <laughs> after I, I ignored a message she sent me and then she immediately followed the Facebook page right afterwards.
1: Hell That's yeah. So fun you know it'd be funnier I, if she Oh wait. Is it a group or is it a page? It's a page. Okay. it would be funnier if she messaged messaged the page. The page. Yeah, that'd be yeah. really funny. Yeah. Um like, Tyler, I've been trying to reach you about your car warranty.
2: How do I say this? Uh, have you ever known someone who enjoys to recreate recreationally and partake in stimulants to sit and listen <laughs> to something for an hour?
1: Yes. What, <laughs> stimulants? No.
2: Yes. Yes. Uppers. You
0: know, upper. Okay. I barely that even is, know. her. That's that the best way you could have explained that. Thank okay, you. Nick. My,
1: Nick. <laughs> this is this is kind of an icebreaker, but yeah. it really like. Okay, this is actually an avalanche. Avalanche um, <laughs> But what kind of illegal substance, if it was legal, would you take? like what do you think fits your personality? And it, like, it, it can't it, it can't be marijuana because you work in the you work in that industry, Shh, but I want something I understand I, the question. I want something. Else.
2: Psychedelics either psychedelics are all basically limited. um if You had to pick a hard drug.
0: Yeah, super hard Oh, drug. we're talking stuff that has been is manipulated that... by science? Yeah.
2: It yeah. is. I want to
0: cooked in a lab. <laughs> Listen, um, meth is a non-starter. Um, so is heroin. So um, I would probably try DMT. What is that? Oh, That's um, a hallucinogen. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you have to synthesize it. Shut the fuck up. All right. Sure. Alright. Alright. Hold on. Timeout. TO. I'll give you that. It is technically a hallucinogen and it is technically naturally occurring, but you have to do some shit to get your get your extraction on it. So Dude. uh it's called the it's called wasn't it isn't it called the soul uh particle or the soul drug or something like that, Tyler?
2: Yeah, something
0: like because that. Because it, uh the hallucinations are um reminiscent to that of like when people die and say uh, they see the light or something like that, you know, um,
2: that's what your body releases your, when your, you die. Your body, yeah,
0: your body releases DMT when you die. So it's there's a there's a soft argument that one could make that the light that you're seeing is just you tripping balls right before you die. Um, but we're not gonna discuss. No, that. no. The light
2: is a is a pussy. You don't understand. <laughs> yeah. You're being born again.
0: Yeah. Oh. Uh, wow. That's so pretty the DMT. Wild. So the DMT is actually the uh, you le- in your new body. Le- le- let's call it the gasoline to the tank to the car that drives exactly. you into the next life. How about that? The lubricant. <laughs> the lubricant it's, keeps the old keeps the old gears so turning.
1: So is, um, that,
0: is that what you're going with? No. Okay. Um, I was just giving you in a brief what I know of DMT explanation. Um, so yeah, if I'm rolling, I'm not doing crack either, guys. I hate hard drugs. If I guess, if I had to try one, it would have to be coke.
2: Coke is like is like the <laughs> diet hard drug. Yeah, it's like the rich white man's hard drug. Oh
0: yeah. So clearly, that's the one I'm gonna go for because okay, okay, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm Pen- sorry, I don't. I know it's addictive, but honestly, I feel like I have a better chance of survival with that than taking my chances with a fucking needle or a crack pipe or a fucking hit of meth. I mean, I know most of those things don't kill you with an overdose. immediately. But, yeah, immediately but... <laughs> But, it's a long term, but honestly, with, with the with the current fentanyl issue, I I have absolutely no fucking interest whatsoever in any of this stuff. For sure,
1: okay, for sure, but this is hypothetical. hypothetical. So, yeah, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Clean. This is a you're, this, you're is, not a le- this die, is this you're is le- yeah,
0: This is legally. Oh, oh, thank you for that. I'm not going to get addicted. <laughs> no, no, <none> no, <laughs> uh, no, no. So we're talking about a legal accusation. Uh, of of this material not a black market. Okay, yeah. Still cocaine. Yes, it's okay.
2: Still okay. Cocaine.
1: you cocaine.
2: See, I wanna say cocaine, but stimulants are scary. I feel like I would take like the tiniest bump and my heart would just go, No thank you, it exploded. <laughs> <Like, laughs> well yeah, so
0: you have to yeah, you, obviously that that's that's more than likely not going to happen. And I don't and I don't know, I guess Hollywood just glams everything up including right, doing drugs. Right. And you know, you if as someone who's never tried anything like that, um, it's one of those things where it's like, well, based on what I've seen in the movies, the Wolf of Wall Street, that guy seemed to be doing okay doing a line <laughs> of Coke every fifteen minutes in the movie. So I'm Yeah. Do. I'm gonna try that too. Um, no, actually yeah, I want to try qualudes. Now that you say it. Whoa, so whoa, so you want to so you want something that was once legal and very easily obtainable but now no longer fucking exists. Super <laughs> super
1: legal and extinct.
0: Yes. Uh, I okay. mean if you're finding Quaaludes today, you would have to actually legitimately question your source and say would someone some, some some someone made this on a toilet bowl. Exactly. What I
2: heard I heard someone say once that, that they want to try heroin when they're like 80 years old, when they're like about to die, like out the door, they want to try heroin. Because like, apparently it's like the greatest thing ever, right? But at that point, what's, what's the damage? If you're on your way out the door, you already like, what's the yeah high note. Yeah, I it's might have to look into that. <laughs> yeah. Well, well um, listen. You know, I what? wouldn't be surprised if in the next twenty to forty years, lethal or lethal.
0: euthanasia, <laughs> <laughs> lethal euthanasia. I was, a, is, I was, uh, I was about to actually legitimately say
1: that's not that is that lethal. is a,
0: that is an option, in in some parts of the world, depending where you are. In fact, there was this uh, not super lengthy but lengthy video about uh, a man who actually did it, like in a controlled. Like hospital esque setting, he signed all the paperwork, and they told him to hit that button when he was ready to go. And he said Just all like this a guy,
2: super dose of morphine or fentanyl or something. Like I that.
0: have no idea what chemical they <laughs> pump in your veins, but it makes you go peaceful
2: it's, it's one of those. It's one of those where it'd be like a like a, a, a like a morphine overdose or like a fentanyl overdose. Yeah, well, I mean, this and...
0: this man was you know up there in age. He was old. He had he felt. Yeah, he may have even been sick, like terminally ill. Um and this was like him doing him himself justice and not letting allowing himself to suffer. Um, knowing full well that he had already lived a long full life and this is just a circumstance. Did he know of being that he was going to hell of
2: because
1: of it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> only if you're uh only if you're Catholic, I guess. He must not have been. <laughs> um but and that's and that alone is wild to me, like how you have all these denominations of Christianity, Catholicism being the oldest um that's practiced today uh there's pre dating uh religions that mimic um our current understanding of uh Christianity uh like you know the emerald tablets and shit like that, but we that's a big derail for this episode, so I'm not going there, <laughs> but <laughs> at the same time um it's crazy to think like you have all these like well let's break off of catholicism and let's just create you know this version of christianity you got protestants lutherans um all these other ones you know down the line who all have this you know slightly different philosophy but at the end of the day all believe the same thing and believe you know in the same god the same jesus and then On the complete flip side, you have Jews who only believe in half of it. The other half is still yet to be written. It's... No, I don't think he knew he was going to hell, because how the fuck are you... At that age, you have to question, like, what the fuck is actually going on? Boys, all I
1: wanted to know if you would do hard drugs, and what one you are going to (laughs) choose.
0: Well, you know, that opens a lot of doors. Ketamine. 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 Ketamine.
1: Oh, you're trying to get high like a horse. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Josh? I
2: feel Uh, like you really want to tell yours.
1: (laughs) So here's, I do, because I brought it up. But here's the thing. I thought about it. I said cocaine the first time. I changed my mind. Uh Uh-oh. I want to eat a brick of meth. Just once. (laughs) (laughs) Just, Just one time. Because those motherfuckers don't
0: sleep. Hey, okay. just eat some peanut brittle at Christmas, and it's not good enough. <laughs> you'll get you'll get the same crunch that you're looking for.
1: And I real like I honestly feel that if I could just try meth one time with no repercussions, <sighs> it, I would be so productive in that seventy two hour stint before I just pass so- the hell out. So, I did
2: a little bit of research on the methamphetamines due to my deep personal connection to it. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> not in the way that you all think. You're, apparently, you're not that productive. Apparently, like, the first couple times, you're super productive. And then after that, you're just lazy thinking well, yeah, about but... how you could be productive. But Josh yeah. is Josh is only talking about one one time one time one time okay one I could, time yes.
1: I could probably complete a month's worth of work in seventy two straight hours.
2: That is so funny.
1: I, I just tell your boss that. You know, I don't think he'll be okay with the whole meth thing. I really. How like, do you
2: how do you like, handle like, piss tests for remote work? Do you just not, or do you like?
1: I, I mean, so I don't, I don't report to anybody. Like, yeah. I yeah. have I have a, a support team but I am my own boss I can supply piss tests to my employees but I don't I don't take one what
0: happened to your old boss the one that you had the bad talk with he is
1: he is corporate <laughs> so he is he's the one who can fire me
0: if something if something so he was could to... piss test you so technically I mean, you have a hierarchy to report to just not in the way that we traditionally think of,
1: correct. So, like, I don't have a manager. I have.
0: You're a franchise owner.
1: Yeah, ex- I mean, that's really that's really <laughs> easy way to say it. Like, that's I'm yeah, not, that's yeah. exactly what that is. Yeah. yeah. So I own my business, and I have a, a corporate side of policy that I have to abide by.
0: But and it, has it been that way since day one?
1: No, I had to go through six months of training. Um,
2: but it's not. It's not like. Similar to a franchise in a way where you have a route, an option of not going through corporate, correct?
0: Cor- correct,
1: because like to sell for
2: who you sell for, you have to
0: go yeah, through. He would have to you know, like he would have to become an independent insurance broker in order for that to be the and case. And
1: I am with eight other carriers, so eight. it's yeah, it's a li- it's a little weird because I carry. Uh, Wait, even- a, yeah, go ahead.
0: You know, I was just gonna say, like in town, just for like a real quick example, we have like Jack Fling Insurance, we have uh, Grange Trimble Insurance. These are private entities who sprung up out of the ground and just started selling insurance on on their own platform with no corporate backing. So they are so the not, insurance not
2: company. To, not to derail, but are they like Do they, are they have their own capital to insure with, or are they selling, like, are they middlemanning other policies through big companies?
1: So we middleman through a big company. We are a represent, like a representative, uh, actually, no, we are appointed by these companies to represent their company in the insurance industry. So like, if I left Liberty Mutual right now, I could sell for the other, the eight other carriers that I have a personal license through.
0: Are you under an NDA, or can you say who they are? Just like a couple.
1: Oh yeah, I can say. Uh, Progressive, State Farm, Geico, Stillwater,
0: Travelers, and. Uh, See now and this is waters. this is crazy to me because now hold on
2: hold on. Do you know the Gecko? Did you get to meet the Gecko? Or-
0: you are okay. so lame. I hate you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyways,
0: um, so real, so, I, and I'm just. I'm thinking as we go along here. um, So it sounds like you are primarily dealing with uh, Liberty Mutual. Like that's your, your main guy, right? And then these eight others, you just sell on the side or... They're backups. So you just could like, maybe let's say you get a bad quote on Liberty Mutual. Like it's like way above what anyone wanted to pay you could technically go ahead and compare I'm it to one of the, you know, I do
1: on a daily basis
0: on a, yeah, do like another company and do a head to head comparison. Not,
1: not even, not even with one company. I have a platform all that, them? that launches all, all
0: eight. Okay. Yeah. So, so, <clears throat> so and, and so in the, with that in mind, you technically don't really have any specific loyalties to really any of them. Or do you? Uh, liberty mutual asking.
2: gave you the equipment right so that would be like the only hiccup
0: okay so
1: i have a loyalty to my clients. that's oh. my only loyalty that i hold okay. my loyalty is to make sure that my clients are properly insured and that they're getting the best deal possible okay
0: uh, it's like the best answer you could have gave me thank right you. right right so that is
1: <laughs> that is my that is my loyalty
0: yeah no it's good on a it's...
1: financial standpoint i make more money off of liberty oh well yeah didn't I, they give you
2: stuff too so you'd have to like source new equipment or use your own if you parted ways with them uh,
1: i mean off the record i could literally launch all of the other eight carriers through my home
2: computer right right so who who wants to do that who wants to have all that logging software on their personal computer
1: right 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 so that's yeah and i only have i only have i only report to one corporate because everybody else is they don't really care like it's it's weird because i'm appointed with these companies as an agent and there's only one company that governs me and that is Liberty Mutual because I am directly employed with them, and I sell the, I sell their insurance directly. Uh, the other companies, you can just apply. Like literally, you could go off the street and be like, "Hey, I have ten thousand dollars in capital. I want to start my own insurance agency under under your company. Will you appoint me?" And they will appoint you. You'll you know pass tests and stuff like that, and then you can start selling insurance for them, and they'll pay you whatever rate is available. Wow,
2: you make it sound so easy.
1: It's not. I'm not gonna lie, it's not. It was pain in the complete ass to do, but it it's it's worth it. Uh, the only thing that sucks is because I'm still employed with Liberty Mutual, I do have to
0: split profits. Yeah, that sounds.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's <laughs> fine. <laughs>
0: It, it it's um, fine, yeah. All right, well, uh, very, 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 very interesting, and I just learned a hell of a lot more than I expected to out of that whole conversation. So. Same.
2: Uh, welcome <laughs> everybody to the TJ and N show. The boys are all here. The gang is back together. Uh, we got some fun stuff tonight. We have the origin of government cheese, mm. um, a pet duck that saved the day, and. What was our last thing? It's a surprise, apparently.
1: (laughs) Surprise. I
2: I, I don't know what it is. Um, I'm doing great. We're all gonna find out.
0: We're all gonna find out together what the last thing is. We will. We
2: will. Yeah.
0: I wrote notes on it. How do I not remember what it is?
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Big fat dumb Americans. That's what it is. Uh, With a cheeseburger in one hand and a bomb in the other.
0: I love that. Mark mm,
1: <laughs> That good old American cheese.
0: I'm doing great, by the way. Amazing. Um, just to answer your follow-up question, I'm doing good as well.
1: Joshi I'm uh, all hopped up on a brick of meth, and I am here and ready to be queer.
2: I'm going to come at you like a spider monkey.
1: <laughs>
0: so, I love um, that so much. Government cheese.
1: Is
2: that where you want to start, with the government cheese?
0: We well, you announced that first, so we might as well go ahead and get it might out of the way. Might as well go in that
2: order. Uh, yeah. Government cheese. I got to be honest with you. I kept seeing references to, like, this is big in pop culture. You might have seen it in this show or this joke or this song. I would never really heard the stereotype of government cheese.
0: No, no. flew under the radar for me as well. Um, yeah. And I saw the same... Little blip there when I was reading I about, about, it. I you about, about, it. about it. I heard about it. I know it's, it's in a
2: Kanye West song.
0: So <laughs> that's not. I'm not surprising. a big
2: Yeezus stand, so I don't know.
0: <laughs> I uh, I've been to the cave. I found out about this <laughs> in a cave. really weird way. Uh, I was watching TikTok and scrolling through videos, and uh,
1: so you get all your news from TikTok. Yeah, right. Oh, hey, I
0: did I, I did follow up research, so it counts. <laughs> it <laughs> I go and look at the it first article. Was, it, <laughs> was, it was it was mere, it was merely the seed that planted um the flower that was yet to bloom when I found out about this. That
1: was way too big of an analogy
0: for me, big guy. It's all good. I'm Sometimes. on that level. You'll get there with me. All right. So <laughs> yeah, this kid was like, My girlfriend keeps telling me that she wants to, you know, speak my mind and tell her what I'm thinking about. And I, he's like, does she really want me to explain to her how there's four pounds of cheese per person underground and a limestone quarry or limestone <laughs> mine in Springfield, Missouri? Does she want me to really explain to her how Ronald Reagan is involved and how it is, you know, this big... Fo- He's like, it's not a fucking conspiracy. This is real shit, okay? And this then, really happened. Yeah, so... So his <laughs> little tangent little kind of made me laugh, and then I was like, yeah, cheese underground. Jeez. I, wonder, I wonder if that's a... Is what, that
2: where it's made?
0: Is that is that something I should look up? And then I looked it up, and then, yeah. The... The amazement went on about how there's 1.4 billion pounds of stockpiled Velveeta American cheese just chilling underground in a perfect 36 degrees Fahrenheit environment. Um, It's, uh, I, I don't get it. I read about it and I get where it was going, but I still don't get it. Like,
2: um... You know, we gotta save. We had to save the dairy industry, man. We gotta save those cows. And, yeah. yeah. And JJ will admit to it. They take those government subsidies and they run with it, bitch. They they're still getting them today from this because <clears throat> basically there was a dairy shortage in the seventies, and we're like, hey, we can't have that, so we dumped a bunch of money into the dairy industry, <clears throat> and that was also both in subsidies and also buying product and we bought a lot of milk and cheese turned the milk into cheese because the cheese has longer shelf life yeah. which makes perfect sense really
0: yeah but doesn't it like raise a red flag for you like to be like but why bail out of all fa- and i understand it like i understand the dependency on dairy in this country We're more dependent on dairy products in this country than probably any other country, and that's not me even looking it up. That's just me using my brain and saying that's probably almost the case. Got milk? Yeah. Like, you have all this advertisement, like Taylor Swift and all these other really famous people who have done little poses for the got milk thing, and we're just constantly having dairy pushed into our faces and drilled into our heads, whether it's ice cream, milk, cheese sour well, cream you know it's
2: because of this it's because the government fucked up and they have an unlimited amount of cheese yeah, on the yeah. they need to get rid of it but, it's but, a snowball effect but
0: why but, but <laughs> what but but what so i'm going to bring up what obviously what i told you earlier before the show and this is leading me to believe that it has been scientifically proven that cheese goes to the same receptors as other narcotics not Too different from which we just spoke about, like heroin and uh, coke and, you know, opioids in general release dopamine and our brain likes it when that happens and that's how you form addiction. Anything that releases dopamine in your brain, which a lot of foods do, uh, especially dairy. And things like chocolate, you know, sugar, sweets, all those things. They're all very addictive because they all release dopamine. They make you feel good. They make, Even though they're not good for you in your brain, you're like, yeah, give me more of that. That was nice. I like that. That made me go, mm-hmm, ooh-wee. Um, but so now it's like, okay, so cheese has these, you know, chemical compounds in it that release dopamine. And obviously... We have a cheese obsession in this country. I love fucking cheese. I put cheese on there. I try and put cheese on everything that I possibly can. I put that shit on everything. I I go. T- I am the meme where the dude is standing in the front of the refrigerator at three a.m. eating shredded cheese. Okay, they made that meme for a reason because people like me exist. Okay, <laughs> so obviously I'm part of the problem. But you have Predicted. all the you have all this government cheese, and they're handing it out in the '80s. Reagan uh use the government cheese as a free handout to impoverished families and it's like and my brain starts really cooking and you know turning gears here saying okay so how do we keep the poor fat and stupid um and unhealthy we just give them free government cheese american cheese which is a highly processed cheese it's not you get really no nutritional value from like that form of cheese
2: a yeah. lot of it's powder stored as powder Um, yeah it's to lack well Um, it's it was jimmy carter jimmy carter dumped all this money into the dairy industry yeah and the farmers were like fuck yeah and they just ramped up production because the government was going to buy anything they couldn't sell so they might as well make as much as they can and
0: make as Mm -hmm. much
2: profit as they can and And that caused an oversupply and then the snowball effect and now you have cheese whiz
0: and then you have ronald reagan who was like oh i'll put that cheese to work did you All Did right. you
2: read about uh the the secretary of the aggregation department aggregation that's funny the Ag department he agriculture yeah i know um he showed up with a moldy block of cheese and he's like we have millions of these we need yeah. to get rid of them so reagan they it was like given out by by like uh if you asked, like you just had to ask for it and they'd send you hundreds of thousands of pounds of cheese to your state. And then it was distributed at, you know, food uh, community centers and food banks and prisons and such. And it was also just given away to like, so basically what what we were doing to stop the snowball effect is we're using all of that cheese and then selling or giving away all the cheese, the new cheese to other countries. So we don't even get the fresh cheese. We get the old shit.
0: See, and that's how you spread indoctrination. You just spread all of the addictive cheese to all the other countries that don't have that cheese, and now they're part of you know, like, oh, wow, America gave us this awesome cheese. We're their friend now.
2: But apparently See? Snoop and Martha Stewart did a whole episode on how to cook with government cheese. Yeah, Because gov- government cheese is, a, is that really orange. Like,
0: highly highly, highly like, processed, lucky if it melts when you heat it, cheese. Yeah. Well, they,
2: yeah. they say it melts It's sliced well, but I will be damned if that's true.
0: You know, Dollar Tree used to sell this like cheese spread, like alternative. It wasn't really cheese. No one knew what it was, and the shit wouldn't melt no matter how hot you got it. So basically, it was like fireproof plastic. Um, It's just fireproof plastic. dyed (laughs) orange. And then, and then, some time later, that I don't know how long it took. But the packaging started reading on it now melts.
2: Oh so my you, fucking God. So
0: you you're buying a product that in your brain is telling you this is cheese. It's going and to then melt. you're reading yeah, it's gonna melt. And it doesn't, this and you're like now melts. And now you go back and buy more <laughs> because you don't really have a choice. And you look at the packages and you go, Oh, now
1: cool. melt. That's what because your extra twenty-five cents are going to. Honey, I, they
0: came out with new cheese. I can now melt our cheese. Isn't that just so twenty-first century of us? So oh, does, like,
1: it, does that ah, she's going like tacos or?
0: It it's it looks like like a, a, a shredded cheddar cheese is what it the appearance of it is.
1: And it just didn't melt. Just didn't. It just got hot. That's amazing. Like um, you so would to have sir-
0: to extremely heat it to get it pliable to
2: circle back to your conspiracy theories um the got milk was started by the clintons the clintons started uh the dairy management incorporation to get americans to consume more dairy so this all circles back into your conspiracy theory and like a couple examples of that are got milk and taco bell their cheesy crust and their double steak quesadilla yeah which i I've, I've eaten both of those i'm part yeah. of the problem too yeah and apparently they bailed out domino's during the 2010 recession to you know make yeah. sure we're still eating cheese
0: yeah so sometime i'm guessing between the uh, carter administration and the reagan administration there was this acquirement of knowledge of the dairy industry is capable of getting people Addicted and keeping them unhealthy because we don't know moderation. So people are obviously as Americans we Consume everything in excess. We always get too much milk. We always get too much cheese We always get too much of everything everything that's not good for us at least and We and we find a way to consume it. So yeah, that doesn't shock me whatsoever it's um, really
2: interesting we should do more I'm sure we could find more I'm sure there's a YouTube rabbit hole well
0: yeah this exact and, thing and just to just to come back to milk real fast you know um, milk. milk is I mean like any other product is allowed to have a certain level of impurities like
1: there is a, there's there's a le-
0: yeah there's a legal amount of pus that is allowed to be present in your milk at any given time Yeah. Um, and if you even like try to walk up to like a dairy farm, like a corporate dairy farm with any type of filming equipment,
2: their armed guards stop you.
0: Yeah, you will be con- you will be called out as a um agricultural terrorist and uh they will call the cops on you. They don't
2: I got to say this conspiracy branches down to small farms too. Because if you were to pull up on J.J.'s farm, he would come out naked and armed <laughs> and tell you the same thing. <laughs> and I know he's told me three different stories about someone knocking on his door and he had to—he was sleeping naked. So he just was armed naked at the door. <laughs> what do you want?
0: Wow. That is awesome.
2: Uh, speaking of him, it's a good segue. He cooked me dinner on Friday at work. He made uh-huh. burgers on the grill. Uh, and the burgers was one of his dairy cows that killed itself. Apparently, right. it, it got hung up in the uh, the fence thing, the chute
0: yeah. thing,
2: and it tripped and snapped snake. neck. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I personally think that the fact the cow committed suicide made the meat more tender. JJ <laughs> has
0: officially got the beef. He look, does. At, l- look out, Wendy's. <laughs> That's awesome. I so was yeah. like, no,
2: I, he didn't even tell me. I was like, is this your cow? Yeah. I was like, did you kill this cow? Kinda.
0: What do you that mean? She killed herself.
2: I was like, what? I mean
0: technically she she died on my property uh under my supervision. But...
2: I said, so you're telling me this cow was dead in your field for about fourteen hours before you found it in butchered it.
0: He said uh, he, he
2: assured me it was quicker than that.
0: Oh, that's good. So you you, yeah, hours I, forty-five. Days? You know, some some places like kill the cow and then immediately, you know, get the refrigeration process started. So, uh-huh. um, well, so yeah, I mean, those
2: corporate I mean, farms, the cow is concept conceived, grown, <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> killed, and butchered I've, in the same place.
0: I mean, you know, on a corporate farm, man, you're talking about thousands of cows on a conveyor belt just line getting lined up in front of a hydraulic piston that is literally just Big. bolted right through their head and then they go down further for processing. Like, yeah. it, it's... Uh, and, then you it's and then and you the, get the milk, the milkers, the automatic milkers that they just attach to their infected fucking udder and just pump fucking milk out of.
2: Is wild. Have you seen the video from, like, the mid-2000s where the Peter people chain themselves up at a chicken processing plant? They like chained themselves to the conveyor and the conveyor started moving with them on it and one of them got hung up and almost died. Like he almost like was suffocated, like hung up and like by his neck.
0: Wow. How no, I did see that.
2: Wild. I'll have to send it to you. We'll have to talk about it sometime.
0: Yeah, I'd like that.
2: I would. Yeah, I would like that a lot. Maybe me and you, we meet just one-on-one in a parking lot somewhere.
0: Yeah, let's just have this. <laughs> let's have this out. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Josh? You've been quiet over there. What do you think of all of this banter?
1: I didn't know JJ was a
2: dairy farmer. I feel like I've mentioned it before. You have not. I, did. I mentioned he was a farmer,
1: at least, right?
0: I mean, I guess yeah. we just didn't know he had cows, yeah. but good, I, on, good on him. I, I, swear no, I didn't know he was a dairy that. farmer. Um,
1: the puss in blood has me at a loss of words because I drink a lot of milk. <laughs> oh, so do I, um, I It Don't stop me. At okay? this point, we have to I'm already addicted. We have him on to tell us more about this cheese. I'm, uh, you know, America is the great land of the free <laughs> and the moldy cheese. Because <laughs> that's what I'm getting out of this. In, in my mind, I'm thinking of an abandoned mine with just moldy rounds of cheese everywhere. And it's
2: on the ground.
1: <laughs> it just, it brings back memories of people just shaving off the moldy ends of block cheese and eating it. And that will yeah. never ever, well, ever be me.
2: I want Sorry. to assure you that these are bunkers. They're caves converted into bunkers. You could actually go visit them. Yes. You could take educational tours. It cost, I think, it was like eighteen thirty-five per person, and you get sample cheese and wine underground.
0: Well, of course you do. They're not going to make. They're not gonna like. They don't want people to think that cheese is the problem. So of course they're gonna invite you in and show you everything. So fine. America's
1: the problem. I imagine
2: you get to eat fresh cheese and not the cheese from the oh, bunker. But no. I can also see them like. Here I'll pull the block out, and you can try it. You know what I mean. I like, mean,
0: how old is that cheese now? I mean, it's been sitting there since nineteen seventy something.
2: I I gotta imagine they rotated out oldest and newest. You know what I mean? Like, I <laughs> okay, imagine, well, everything like... <laughs> from the 70s
0: should be gone then, but somehow yet we're still sitting on one point four billion pounds. So it's meh. the snowball.
1: So if we get the rid snowball. of, if and if that's not get the only rid place of the 1.4 billion pounds of cheese, the Earth would be 1.4 billion pounds lighter. We might be able to float into space.
2: Well, not... I mean, I gotta say no, because matter can't be... Yeah, I was gonna say, you not you You're still going,
0: You're just gonna transfer that weight to a different part know. of the world. You're not it's getting gonna rid go of into it. Shit. Unless Daddy and Musk then, launches it into space, we're not getting perfect. any lighter. That's gonna be
1: the, the new... F- food source on planet musk planet musk well
2: no it's gonna come back in a hundred thousand years and smack into the planet and kill everybody who's left
0: guys listen they're just gonna shoot it off of a probe into the sun and make some really yeah probably yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna go ahead
0: i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna go ahead and and take a scientific stab at it and say yeah i'd probably melt um However, it'd be really funny if it was impervious to a close proximity to the sun and actually did put out the sun, no, like, or
2: like there was just a large black hole in the sun. Which yeah, was all, that Some, part was no. Well, matter.
0: somehow it just took American processed cheese to create a black hole in our own sun.
2: I have, I have something for you. The sun is not on fire. Mm, you're right. It's just hot, like magma. It burns me like it's on fire.
0: It's literally yeah, but there's
2: no flames because there's no
1: oxygen.
0: It's literally just a ball of hydrogen floating around in space. It's bonkers. Yeah.
1: So when I draw the picture of a sun, I am putting the rays in the wrong area. It should just be a bunch of scribbles. It should. I mean, yeah. All right.
0: I mean, if you want to mimic photography, it's literally is just a ball of hydrogen that's on fire. How's it on fire? Because it's a ball of hydrogen, and it has great density. It's under a lot of pressure.
1: But fire requires oxygen.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's no atmosphere. <laughs> I love that. Okay, I just I love cheese. I love America. I'm on board for 1.4 billion pounds of che American cheese.
0: Damn it! I'm sure there's a scientific answer to this statement, Josh. But you just made me feel like I'm a fucking mpc in a simulation <laughs> that was the point <laughs> i was just trying to get
1: the you know the gears turning in your mind oh no you
0: yeah no that's that's fine sit
1: there and just process
2: <laughs> well i said it's not on fire and your brain went yeah it's on fire
0: it's like uh you just start hearing the x-files music in the background <laughs> that is so funny uh it, I didn't.
1: I just want to loud, point not out why the uh, right. the cheese crisis is still
2: ongoing as of twenty nineteen. Oh, Production so it is was, up, it consumption was, is down. Thirty six percent Americans have are lactose intolerant.
1: That I wonder why. So, okay, lactose intolerant is that something that you just like? Is that a badge you earn, or?
0: Let me explain my experience real quick. I work with somebody who is lactose intolerant. I work with several people who are, actually. And most of them tell me that when they were younger, they consumed dairy products with no problem and consumed quite a bit of it. That's usually how it goes. And then early adulthood came along and they became intolerant to eat it or drink it or anything. It's either a coming-of-age thing or it's a overexposure thing. I don't know which yet.
2: Interesting.
0: It's the opioids. That's my... Wife actually used to be able to eat shellfish when she was younger, but she developed a shellfish allergy Cinnamon. when she got in her twenties.
2: How terrifying is that, though? You can to, just just, be to just to, to something just one day. one
0: day eat something you were typically okay with eating and then it trying to kill you. Yeah, it's pretty fun.
2: It's almost like EpiPen should be free.
0: No, like we talked gonna, about this last. Yeah, I know we're not. One hundred and ten percent agree. One hundred and seventeen point seven eight percent agree.
2: While we're, that? I mean, we can talk about this though. We, Josh and I, were talking <laughs> about it earlier Uh my inhaler that I use right because I have asthma, um, fat-induced asthma. Uh, uh-huh. I've paid a wide range of prices for it yeah, over the last yeah. couple of years, ranging from fifty-five being the highest. And it's currently at its lowest, which is $10. And it's the same thing. So how the fuck does that work?
0: You want to know something wild? My wife's inhaler because she, much like you, suffers from asthma. Um,
2: <laughs> without the F. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: That's just asthma with an A. Um, she, we, are on my company-provided insurance. Um, And... We were only paying $5 all last year for her inhaler. And then she goes to pick it up, I think maybe last week or the week before. And motherfucker across the counter is like $35. And uh-uh.
1: uh-huh.
0: she was she was like, "Uh, eh. we didn't have $35." So, like, "Oh, thanks,
2: for, thank you. I'll just yeah. not breathe."
0: So, uh <laughs> I I've been I, there plenty of times. I, I wanted to uh well, I, I logged in onto my Anthem account and, um, you know, was looking at the prescriptions, trying to figure out if there was like a, a reason for the price increase other than Brandon. And uh, I You're couldn't find...
1: Oh, goodness <laughs> gracious. A- oh, wow. I'm here. I'm here don't you worry. Uh, yeah, I'm all- here and present. <laughs> uh, Let's was- go.
0: It was a joke, anyways. Um, but at any rate, thank you, Brandon. Um,
2: <laughs> I did that.
0: It was. Uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, it, there was nothing on there. So I guess if I really want to know the answer, I want to hear their bullshit, schemy, lousy, fucking excuse. I'm gonna to have to call them, um, and I just haven't gotten around to it yet. We I, should. I, I have an
2: call live on the podcast.
0: I have an inhaler from when I. Had bronchitis um, back in March, and I only used it a handful of times. There's still like 150 some puffs on it, and I was just like I'll just give it to her because that's something that Legal. we already have. So it's you same can buy sh- a, same a shit.
2: shitty over the counter non abuterol inhalers at Walmart.
0: Yeah, she unfortunately needs the real deal with how her asthma works. Now she takes a day. She takes a daily pill called Singular, which really helps keep the rescue inhaler um, uses down. But it's not a cure all. So obviously, there's bad days where she still needs it.
2: So, Yeah, it sucks to have a bad day and have an empty inhaler.
0: It sucks That's... to have a bad day and not have an inhaler at all. I mean, same it's difference. Like I've
2: but... I've had days where I'm like on the verge of an asthma attack all day and it's just like I'd rather just go into an asthma attack, let me go to the ER and get that medical grade inhaler. <laughs> like, let me <laughs> give me give me that good
0: stuff.
2: <laughs> like, listen, like one time I was at school and I forget like what is like what's normal for blood oxygen? Is it 98? Is that
0: 98 to 100 is considered. Okay.
2: Well, 100 is excellent.
0: 98 is normal.
2: Okay. So I went to the nurse one day with like, it was like, it was, uh, I think it was 97. And she's like, hmm, that's (laughs) low. She's like, "Uh, if you feel any worse, come back. If you go below 195, we'll we'll take, we'll do something. (laughs) I was like, that'll be $200, (laughs) please.
0: (laughs) You really have to catch your breath. Yes, we have to charge you a separate $200 if you come back, if it's below 95
2: Have you tried putting your hands behind your head?
0: This right here. <laughs> yeah. This right here is the very first, because this opens up your airwaves, and if you're having trouble breathing, that's the first thing they tell you to do, is put your hands behind your head. And it's like, yeah, because that's going to fix everything. <laughs> I'm only not able to breathe, so... <laughs> fuck you
2: i no longer have asthma now <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> i'm cured
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: oh it's fucking awesome oh, man i hate it here so yeah Epi um, those should be a thing
2: you know but you know what's not free bringing home a live ordinance from another country that's not free no, how wild is that not usually um, I know I mixed the order up, so I'm sorry, but this one's in front of me. Basically, them. these American tourists went over to our good friends Israel, right? And they uh, were doing some touristy stuff. I'm not sure what, like, what, like... I'm sure Israel has, has some as things to see. It has historical sites and such, you know? But, like, they were hanging out in this place called, like... um. Golan Heights, and it, it's a con- it's a contested strip of land that was taken during the Syrian war. So it's like I know there's no touristy stuff in a contested borderland, in uh, Israel and Syria. You know what I mean? Really cheap uh, rentals, probably. Yeah, or Airbnb, a <laughs> dollar a night. I wonder why.
0: Look, honey, oh, authentic
2: surrounded in IEDs,
0: authentic bullet holes in the balls. Isn't that cool? We can. Uh- we can see our neighbors.
2: No, they were out doing touristy stuff and picked up and explodes. And, and it did, it was just like, it looked like a mortar shell with the picture of the article I read. But it just said an unexplosed ordinance. They took it to the airport with them in their luggage. And they were going through security. And they're like, oh, yeah, we found this this thing. And we're, it was just, yeah, we're pretty excited to take it home, put it on the mantle. And the guards are like, what? You found a fucking bomb? What? Run. Um, so they tried to evacuate the... uh place they were in you know the where were are in the airport which only I you, ensued chaos I, I sent you guys that video of people running and trying to hide anywhere they could inside this airport when they found out there was a bomb and actually one person did get injured i assuming they just said they were injured taken to the hospital the bomb didn't go off it was rendered safe so i imagine they were trampled or fell on the stairs or something along those lines
0: how wild is that what i think's funny is they get this thing home and it sits on their mantle peacefully for years, and then someone accidentally knocks it off and just a fucking cat and it <laughs> just blows a fucking hole through their mantle and fireplace in their house. See, it doesn't say how they got it, and I would
2: not be surprised if they picked it up at some bazaar. If some like like oh, Indian some dude or is an Indian Israeli man was just, just selling, selling
0: them just selling them at a car tourist.
2: yeah, saying they're rendered safe and they're
0: not. Get your ordnance. Yeah, get your ordnance. Unfortunately, they did not
2: get to keep it and bring it home with them.
0: I'm not surprised. Could you imagine the hell that would have been had that went off in a plane by some divine fucking chance? Well, you gotta think it's probably
2: fucking 20 years old or more. So just the pressure difference alone could probably trigger uh,
0: Let's go ahead and take an explosive device into a uh pressure regulated uh air cabin and just fly thirty two thousand feet above the surface of them. that sounds like a great idea. They were
2: they had a little investigation and let them go when they realized they were just dumb. Like that's basically what I stupid
0: white people took from
2: that. Like Please they they took them and they're like we we thought it was okay. We didn't know any better. And uh they're mm-hmm. like, oh that's wild. Speaking of this, I saw a, a cops video earlier some girl got pulled over from stealing at Walmart and they found a bomb in the back of her car. And the bomb was a bunch of fireworks taped up with nails and screws and shit taped to the outside of it.
0: And She's like, like like, yeah, my boyfriend
2: built that all chill. And then she called her boyfriend and he came to pick up the car and he was like, the cops like like hey man they put him in cuffs they're asking him about it and he's like i was just gonna go do some redneck shit i was gonna see if i could (laughs) blow up some watermelons with it he said it's not really a bomb it's just fireworks. you have to light it like a normal firework it's safe (laughs) but he i mean he ended up getting arrested for making an unauthorized explosive device holy fucking shit (laughs) but he was like the cop was like talking to the other cops and he was like laughing he's like he doesn't even seem like worried or anxious about this he thinks (laughs) what he
0: did was okay (laughs) oh no that's fucking amazing it's amazing like the things that people think they can just do
1: i was just
2: gonna blow up some watermelons so why would i go buy tannerite when i can just tape fireworks together
0: yeah i mean you can at least legally for now shoot tannerite and it's exciting it makes a big boom
2: boom could you use that in bomb making though Tannerite? like I don't I don't know much about tannerite yeah
0: uh, I don't know cuz I think you have to have a rather fast projectile coming into contact with it so I guess if you were going to like use a shit to it what about secondary
2: explosion like what if you have like oh, a like a yeah I don't know like if you just choose like a blasting cat from a firework, you would, you would that think, trigger the rest of it?
0: You would think. I, I bet that's
2: something that's highly watched. I don't, like I, I bet if you buy I, more than a small amount, you're like well, the yeah. ETF's like, Hey, hey, yeah. what are you doing?
0: Yeah. Well not only that, but it's like I've seen I've I have personally shot Tannerite right? and I've seen many, 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 many videos of people shooting Tannerite. And I just feel like it would take a lot. Like an exorbitant amount to really like make anything super dangerous. Obviously, you don't want to be near it, but I don't think it's like going to be fatal. Like unless you get shrapnel, it cuts into you. Like it blows something else up and causes shrapnel. Right. Like like when people were filling their Yeti coolers uh, filled with tannerite and shooting them with Barrett fifty caliber rifles, just because. And because they uh, dropped their NRA endorsement.
1: White privilege. That's pure white privilege. This entire conversation.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong, though. Uh, it's no, all, we, it's if also, we were
2: white, we'd already be on a watch list.
0: And, well, it's also just, could you imagine if these people were anything but white? I mean, let's be honest. Well, if you're, you are not think
2: they, were, they weren't coming. Like, they weren't in a, in a white Majority country though,
0: no. But I'm saying, could you imagine if these people weren't white? Like, could you imagine if they had like a turban on? Like the repercussion, like the fact that this was so chill for a post 9 11 world. Granted, we're you know 21 years past that, uh, and the I think some of the um, some some of the the chokehold has like loosened up a little bit with ATF rules and stuff like that. But even still, man, it's like if, if they were anything but white, I feel like whoever it was would have gotten more shit for. I don't know,
2: though, just because they were in they were in Israel. So, like, I think if it was, like... I mean, I guess if it was, like, an Israeli that, national, that, that they'd don't. be like, we, you, sh- you should know better.
0: I don't mean shit. There's white people in Israel.
2: Right. But I just don't think it's the same it as, like, an American airport with the racism and such. You'd be surprised. Oh, well, they're racist against other people, Yeah. And there's a different
0: level of of conflict where in Israel, I mean, you're you're still fighting a war over like religion with other people who disagree with you. Like it's, yeah. You know, in my opinion, it's just. A...
2: I guess I could see that if they were like a Syrian or like any other like Muslim yeah, ethnicity. They, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what
0: I'm. That's what I'm saying. I mean, Israelis are obviously going to be very uh, conscious of, of that. So Yeah. Can you, saying, I mean, I just feel like
2: I would rather take a bomb to an American airport and have to deal with TSA than have to deal with some ex-Massad guys at an Israeli airport.
0: they probably use some, like, old cavity search methods, too.
2: I, I know. They are, they like, yeah, like, old school terror, like, terror, like... And terrorize you know, your soul,
0: and, and you know the gloves they're using are not hygienic whatsoever.
2: It's the and they do wear gloves, but they wear the same gloves for everybody. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> you can see, you can see the watermark from the previous dude. That's all I'm. This, this say. is to protect so me,
2: not
1: you. TSA uses the same gloves for.
0: Everybody. Well, TSA is security
1: theater. <laughs> security
0: yeah, theater. theater.
2: It's to make you feel safe. Have you seen like, Adam the last, ruins time they tested T- the last time they tested TSA, they had like a 97% fail rate on finding banned objects?
0: Yeah. The Adam Ruins Everything, uh, old Netflix show, it literally goes into the whole spiel of the TSA and how it's redundant and doesn't actually protect you from anything. It is what I you have said, a... it's literally security theater.
2: Isn't it wild, though? They can molest you, but they can't, like, actually tell if you have a bomb.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's a horse and pony show to make people feel all warm and fuzzy that terrorism isn't going to seep through the cracks. It's complete nonsense. If you're going to stop terrorism from happening, it's going to happen before it, they get to the air these days. How many
2: do you think they stop? Because you know they don't tell us about all the big ones they stop. They, like, drip feed us, like foiled plots because they don't want to cause panic. But how many? Do you think they stop them like weekly or you think it's
1: less frequently? Okay, so they definitely remove firearms like nobody's. Like people who will pack away a firearm in their luggage, like they remove those all the time.
2: Well, I feel like that's easy and I feel like if you were going to hijack a plane, you wouldn't try to use a firearm because that's too easy to catch.
1: Well, firearms
2: you can catch really- that with a you can catch that with a wand though. You know what I mean? Like you don't even like the lowest level of security you um, can catch a firearm de- with.
0: Depending on what level of hijack job you're trying to pull off, a firearm is <laughs> not ideal whatsoever. I mean, difficult to get by security, but alone, but literally, if you get on the plane and you fire off around, you're risking, once again, you're in a pressurized cabin 32,000 feet above the f- fucking earth. That's so, why the nine eleven guys use pu- box cutters. Punching holes through an aluminum fucking spacecraft or aircraft, if you will, is not the best idea. Okay, you brought a gun to space. Okay, <laughs> remember the <laughs> remember the space rifles and Call of Duty Ghost.
2: Pew pew.
0: That was that was wild. Do you think they're ever going to do a sequel to Ghost? My God, I hope not.
2: I liked the campaign. I thought it was fun. I didn't mind the, the game so much. I think Black Ops Four was worse than Ghost, personally.
0: Black I Ops hated all the Black 4. Ops. I or Black really... Ops
2: Three was worse than Black, Black
0: Ops, Ops Four. Black Ops One was my only favorite Black Ops, and then the only thing that was cool about two is that they did a Nuketown Twenty Twenty Five.
2: Now they do it every year, literally. It was even. It was even in Cold War. It's, <laughs> it's every every was it Treyarch game has
1: it though. No. It's not even that good. That's like not a, a, even really good map. I like. I like it a lot.
0: I like the old-school original Black Ops 1 Nuketown. It was sweaty. It's kind of like shipment on Modern Warfare. It's a sweaty and fun and fast-paced. It still plays the same. It's just a reskin. And you can also be, you know, you can do a little bit of cringy sniping. Toxi- toxicity. Toxicity everywhere. <laughs> uh, defending the house, like, defending the houses is, is, like, one of my favorite things to do. Like, get a whole squad in the house and just defending a point and against them, in my opinion was always just fun because it naturally and organically happened. It's kind of, that's one of the reasons I kind of liked, I'm um, not kind of like, I enjoyed um, Infected because you kind of have the same premise. You're hunkering down in one area and one team's playing heavy offense and the other team's playing so.
2: See, I think you would like uh, it was called War was the game mode. It was in, uh, World War Two. And it was, it didn't affect your KD ratio. And like, so you, you were the point of like the defend the attackers was to just throw yourself at the objective until you got it. Yeah. Like there, it didn't even count your deaths, like on the scoreboards, you couldn't see them. And like, it was different set pieces. So like, you'd have to like storm the beach on D-Day, break into the bunkers and then destroy these things and then destroy these things or like escort a tank or build a bridge. It was a fucking, it was a blast. It was a really good game mode.
0: Can we talk real quick about how every D-Day video game scene has literally just been like inspired and modeled after Saving, Saving Private, Private Ryan. Ryan? Like since that movie came out, every D-Day scene in every video game has just been modeled after that.
2: Apparently it's pretty accurate for well it is, and legs. that's
0: and that's why it has to be that way because it's all about authenticity, right? But I just think it's funny that it's that way. Because whether, you know, that movie, honestly, has not aged one little bit. My favorite fact is there are
2: these two soldiers that are surrendering and they, 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 the guys kill them. They're two German soldiers. Turns out they're not German. They weren't speaking German. Actually, they were speaking Chizek, and they were saying, we're not Germans. We were forced to fight. But the guys didn't know they were speaking Chizek and not Germans so they shot and killed. Okay,
0: well, you just got off of a... Boat, where you literally watched the most horrific thing in your life unfold before your oh, eyes. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying I'm just saying reason in reason the frame. TV I'm just know. saying in the frame of mind after just going through that in that moment, you don't really under like. First of all, you don't know German yet. You don't Chizek, yeah. So you don't know the, you don't know the difference. And uh, yeah, you're not really in the mood for showing mercy after watching. All of that. so I just I'm, think it was really good
2: attention to detail. They were actually speaking Chizek and not and saying that, hey, we're no, not German. I, you wouldn't I'm, know that if you didn't yeah, speak Chizek. The P-
0: movie P- is flawless, in my opinion. And like I said, has not aged a fucking second. I mean, that movie stands, to this day, uh, technologically speaking. I mean, it still looks phenomenal. And that's because it was all... Real props, it was real sets, it wasn't all CG. Things from that time period that were CG did not age well. Um, so um, that's yeah. that's just one of those weird things, though, where a movie is that influential even to this day with modern video. Have you ever played the Untitled
2: Goose game? Never, basically, basically you're a goose and like you just have to annoy people, but there is like objectives, so like. The first mission is like you have to you just basically you just quack and like drag shit around with your beak. So you have to like drag things around this to make is for the, sure a game you fucking play. Make the people like uh, move out of the way and shit. Like you take the farmer's rake and throw it in the in the pond so he moves out of the way so you can like walk through. It's really funny. I'm doing a horrible job of explaining it. But what I'm getting at is goose are like ducks and ducks can solve murders. God, that was Terrible. That, that was, was the best segue
1: I've ever done, honestly. <laughs> you were, yeah. Okay. Please tell me more about this duck who <clears throat> saved the day. Uh, a pet
2: duck led police to crack the case of a missing North Carolina grandmother who vanished over two years ago and led to a murder charge against the victim's granddaughter and grandson in law. How wild is that? So, this lady uh, would be 93 years old today if she was not murdered. But she was murdered. They don't know when she was murdered because of how long ago she was murdered. They haven't. They didn't release like the what is that coroner reports yet. Uh, but it sounds better than what it is. But like they were expecting these people to be this lady's murderers. It was they like had some runs with the police with an animal cruelty charge and threatened the grandmother. Uh, and then the lady went missing, and so this. This duck got out. Someone's pet duck got out, and it ran under a trailer in a trailer park. And when someone went under to get it, they found a like a tote with this lady's this lady's remains in it. Holy how shit! Wild is that? A well, tote? first
1: off, you can tell that the person is uh, belongs in the trailer park by having uh, a pet duck and tote underneath your trailer. Um, second, how? So, basically, this was just a coincidence?
2: Basically, the duck solved the murder. The, yeah, the duck solved the murder. I don't think it was a coincidence. I like to believe that the duck, the god, spoke to this duck, and the duck made its way to this woman's body so she'd be found. This woman had possessed the duck from the afterlife to solve her own murder. That's what I. That's the story I'm going
0: with. I mean, ducks aren't stupid birds. Um, and Now, geese, those are fuckers. Yeah, fuck geese, man. Especially, Canadian geese? Especially fuck. of Canadian descent. Go back um, to your fucking country. No, just holy
2: kidding. shit. Um, while this lady's been dead... They were yeah. collecting her social security and retirement checks and cashing them and refilling her prescriptions so everyone would think she was alive.
0: Classic Frank Gallagher.
2: <laughs> How amazing is that? So they both got picked up on concealing a death until the investigation goes forward and they can figure out the cause of death and everything. But they also say they don't think she was murdered at this trailer park, that she was just dumped there.
1: Who murders their grandma?
2: Uh, yeah. It, what's the name for that? Grand Mattricide? Is that, is that, is there a name uh, for
1: that? I don't know, but that, that's what we're gonna go with.
2: Send us an email and let us know. How fucking bonkers! The duck, it found it on accident, and now, like, wouldn't you see it? And, like, I guess maybe you don't go under your trailer, but I feel like you would know if there was a container big enough to hold a human body, even if it was, like,
0: cut all up. Like, I feel like I wonder know how big this tote is. It says yeah. container,
2: tote was my word.
0: Oh, okay. I was going to say, it's giving me some Breaking Bad vibes, to be real with like, you, so Like taped up trash can.
2: But I, I want to say container to me screams tote. Maybe not necessarily tote, but like a plastic container. Because I feel like they would have said garbage bags or box or like oil drum.
1: How'd they get or... them under there? Like, do you think they drug her under there?
2: I'm curious. Yeah, I don't know. I, I bet. Or Dolly. I I want to know more. I want to know like <clears throat> where were they living in relation to this trailer park? And like do they know anybody or like is it just like a random dump and you f- just like drive around do you see a trailer that you can you think you can shove this container under?
1: I don't know. What if it was under somebody some random person's trailer?
2: That's kind of like it doesn't say anything about the connection to them. It like everything I found it just said the, someone's duck was gone and the police or they when they went to f- chase the duck under the trailer, they found the body.
1: But who kills their grandma?
2: Can you imagine, like, oh, sorry, Bob, my duck ran under your, under your thing. Uh, do you mind if I go under there and get it? And You find a fucking body. That's wild. Isn't like, isn't it bonkers? Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know. I've never found anything like that, like a, a dead body. So I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I, I
1: would hope not. That would be traumatizing within itself
2: i mean those kids from uh stand by me seem to be okay what? is, it, is, I don't know is that the right that. movie you never seen stand by me you want to no, go see so. a dead body i, uh, I, I get i get stand familiar. i get stand by me and sandlot mixed together <laughs> okay, a lot okay okay that was not sandlot <laughs> isn't like chopper sick balls isn't that from sandlot yes i see i think i always think that's from stand by me because like the four boys go through a like a junk cuz they like there's a dead body on the train track like miles out of town so they all like meet up and say we're staying at so and so's house and then they go on an adventure to see a dead body and they see a dead body and it fucks them all up like they <laughs> they're all traumatized by seeing it and they walk home and like that's the end of the
1: movie. <laughs> <laughs> good lord, what kind it, of movie is that?
2: It's a classic, honestly.
1: I'm I don't know about that. It's, I've never seen it.
2: It's pretty good. Uh I'm Someone. crack Nick's background's cracking me up. It's just a couch sitting on a beach. <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> he uh, wants to be comfortable on in the white sands, you know? Yeah.
1: White sands, clear water. It's all that's all it takes. This is a, these people were being held on one hundred
2: and sixty eight thousand dollars in bond. One one is and hundred and sixty eight thousand and one is 32,000. So there's a bit of a discrepancy there in who they think is more of a flight risk or who's more important than the other.
1: Yeah. The the grandson in-law or granddaughter in-law, whatever it was, that I honestly I can't get over the fact of who murders their grandma.
2: But you know what kills me? It was her name is Angela Whamsey, and she's 46, and Mark Barnes, and he's 50. Oh, shit. So, these like, people
1: are old. Yeah. Yeah, they're
2: old. Like, you guys forty 40s, not that old. 40s old. Okay. forty is the new sixty.
1: Okay. So they're not, like, 18, 19, no, 20. No.
2: Yeah, they are, like, old.
1: So these people are just fucking crackheads.
2: Yeah. So, okay, they are 46 and 50 now. The lady went missing in 2020, so they would have been 42 and 58. And that's still like that is I I just just some crackhead energy. Yeah, that
1: is literal cry. Like they did that for a brick of meth. They I'm telling you right now, the
2: brick of meth. So I think I'm gonna call this episode "Government Cheese and a Brick of Meth." I I think I think that's a good that's
0: a good (laughs) title. So yeah, definitely a crazy old story with the old ducks and the uh, detective duck rogers if you will duck dodgers there we go <laughs> Josh, if
2: you're if your are cracked out grandkids were to murder you what animal would you want to find your body
0: definitely a duck good
1: question good question um cracked out grandkids would want to be found by a fucking hippopotamus man a
0: hippopotamus that's why you know what just for jj i'm gonna say a possum a possum i gotta go kind of basic and
2: say a dog because there's something especially traumatic i feel like if you're like let's say you're eight years old right and your dog gets out off the chain in the trailer park and you're like ah fuck sparky's gone forever and you're crying and shit right and you go out and look for him and you find him but he just has a decomposing human hand in his mouth
0: oh Holy What's shit! That that day. <laughs> What's He's that, like, Lassie? What's that, Grandma's <laughs> rotting under the trailer across the street.
2: <laughs> That's why I want a dog to find my body.
1: I thought hippo mostly because they have the chomping power of like I don't know a dinosaur.
2: You know, you yeah. know they they don't swim; they sink and walk on the bottom.
1: That's awesome. What if the water's
0: so too deep?
2: They they just they just they can't float. They're too dense.
0: I watched a video of one crushing a whole watermelon with its uh, jaw today. I was pretty apparently they How kill
2: more people per year than sharks.
0: Really? Yeah,
2: they're they're dangerous fucking animals. They I know people.
0: I know people who have had encounters with uh, hippos before get rather mangled.
2: They don't fuck around. They're just they're like horny and angry all the time. <laughs> They are sh- hungry. hungry. Yes, they swing everywhere.
0: So they're actually hangry all the time. Hangry,
2: hangry hippos. That's, that's awesome.
1: Wild, you know? Yeah, don't go really swimming wild. in the
2: Nile. But I feel like a hippo wouldn't return your body. It would just swallow it. Whole. You know? Like
0: Yeah, probably. I no mean,
2: and like no one's like looking for a hippo. I mean, if you
0: replace the watermelon with your skull, then I mean that's game over. Yeah. So. Yeah. It just swallows it whole after it chomps down a couple times.
2: That's crazy so, to
1: me. So
0: it'd really only be a few bites out of an entire body for a hippo. Like Also, see,
1: they're bigger than you think, too. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: No, totally. They're like the size of a semi-truck. That's crazy. I would say a minivan. Now, uh, no, I think semi. Well, maybe. I, don't I know. have no
2: idea, to be completely honest. But
1: see, what I was thinking is the hippo just pops out of the water and my arms just like stuck in its teeth like <laughs> a piece of broccoli.
2: Someone grabs it and uses the fingerprints to identify you.
1: Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't wanna be a, the the hand in the dog's mouth, that's kill that's gonna be killing some it's childhood. Too far. Like, too far. But an arm hanging out of a hippo's mouth, like that's a whole different type of story. That's I feel like that's just an average Tuesday. Yeah, like, oh, someone right. went swimming near the
2: hippos again. Hey, that arm's white. <laughs> oh say. man,
1: we got to we got to expedite this process. you got a
2: tourist figure. This is going to be a headache. They're going to be here
0: 2 months holding vigils. I wonder what the percentage of hippo on white violence is.
2: Honestly, I would say probably higher. I feel like if you live where hippos live, you know not to go where hippos are. But if you're some white fuck who's just there on a visit, you'd be like, oh, look at the hippos, and they'll get you.
0: Mm. What if you merely can't understand someone's thick accent who's trying to tell you not to go near the (laughs) hippos? Are you like, go near the hippos? yeah, I can't even. I don't even know what accent that is, but I'm not even gonna butcher it right now. But I God.
2: what came to mind for me is the home is where you make it guy from Joe Dirt. It's like you like to you see, see homos see naked,
1: naked? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, yeah, that's I love,
0: about as close as you're gonna get. I think
1: <laughs> I love saying that as a kid, it was so fun. I like, I like the other one.
2: This is "Knuckin' and Futs from Dickie Roberts that's a good one nicky roberts is a slept on movie
0: well um why don't you two go ahead and get an asshole done uh and i will be back shortly okay
2: uh, i figured you would like this one
0: uh we'll do the other one and then i'll do the second uh, one
2: you'll like the other one too i'm good at what i do
0: pick whichever one i'll know i'll like more if i'm back in time i can chime in on on this one but i'll do this one first go, i don't know ahead. which one you like more okay go ahead and run it i'll be right back
2: am i the asshole for saying it's a little embarrassing that a girl's nanny puts notes in her lunch so this is a girl nicole 16 so going to my school 16 female after winter break she's a little weird to be honest she doesn't talk a lot and when she does talk she's so quiet you can barely hear her. she used to eat in her car but one of my friends felt bad for her and invited her to eat with us i noticed that all all of her lunches, she had little pieces of paper and she'd read it, smile for like two seconds and fold it up and put it in her pocket in her lunchbox. Sometimes she'd take it out and read it a couple times during lunch. I eventually asked what it is. She said she has a nanny and she writes notes for her every day, and I asked if she thinks that's a little embarrassing, because I don't know anyone who has had notes in their lunchbox past fifth grade. She got kind of defensive, and says that, that her nanny does similar things for her siblings, who are all in preschool or elementary school, so it kind of proved my point. She started eating in her car again, and one of my friends got mad at me, because apparently she had a really bad home life before moving here, and she's never had anyone do that stuff for her. I don't know how the fuck she expect me to know, considering she usually only talks about school, but it's starting some drama in my friend group and i wanted to know if i was the asshole i gotta say yeah i'm gonna have to say yeah too uh i'm sorry no one loved you enough to put notes in your lunchbox
1: but i mean i'm there with you like i didn't mean uh, me, me
2: i didn't either i would like i would i feel like it would have been pretty nice so that's all why right. i'm on that's why i'm on that girl's side my parents didn't love me that much
1: my parents didn't love me at all so i mean it, uh, it's fine like you know, Good for I, you, I'm glad you got it. But that's so it's rude. If you have a nanny that packs your lunch, how do you have a bad home life? Right. I you probably
2: have shitty parents is what it is. Like your parents can still be rich and drunk or rich and do drugs and beat the shit out of you or just not be there for you.
1: OK, so basically this is a white privilege issue.
2: I mean, you can't say the kid has white privilege necessarily, but yeah, we can't. I mean, what privilege are they gaining?
1: So the privilege is having a nanny pack their lunch. lunch. Because when I was growing up, I had to pack all four of my siblings' lunches. And I was no nanny, so they didn't get a note.
2: Uh, You have a good point. You just didn't love your siblings enough.
1: I would have to agree Ah! with that. Uh,
2: Well, they sure repaid you for it, didn't they?
1: Yeah, they sure did. Shout out little fucking home goblins.
2: They Little. don't listen. They're not cool. They don't. They don't
1: support us. Yes. No, of course not. Nobody does. No. What is yeah. family?
2: Fuck them all. My wife who doesn't listen.
1: My also wife who doesn't listen. she will not, never hear this at all.
2: This is the one she's gonna listen to. She's like, like I, I, I
1: hope she does. I hope she does. And you know what's gonna happen? We'll be in the car and I'll be listening to the podcast, and she'll be like, "You like to hear yourself talk so much." And you know what? You're right. You're fucking right. <laughs> And then she's gonna be like, "Well, let's listen to this next one." I said, "No, we can't." We can't and then listen to she, that one. And then she's gonna want to listen to it because you know she's gonna think I'm talking shit, which I am. That's so, what you should start doing.
2: It. You should just start being like, "Hey, if you decide to listen to the podcast, don't listen to this this episode right here," because then she's gonna go listen to it.
1: I agree. Yeah. So I, I
2: might try that too. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. Yeah. we
1: might get some more listeners and we'll
2: at least two more if we do that right
1: right right so white privilege 10 out of 10 having a nanny and uh she's definitely the asshole I agree.
2: yeah yeah uh, i wouldn't i don't know about the white i mean i guess you could say white privilege josh is on a roll with the white privilege wouldn't necessarily agree but i can see where you're coming from um nick do you want the tldr or you want to go to the next one
0: yeah sure give me the the real Uh,
2: basically this girl's posting a new girl came to her school and the the girl has a nanny who writes notes and puts them in her lunchbox for and the girl who write the post was like isn't that a little embarrassing and then she's asking if she's the asshole because she made fun of the girl for getting notes in her lunchbox and josh and i both agree that she is the asshole because we would like to have notes in our lunchbox
0: yeah, I mean, why are you gonna tear someone down when that's like the highlight of their day? Like exactly. That's someone just trying to make their day one percent better and you're being a cunt about it. So yeah, fuck 'em. Let's move on.
1: Whoa, third world country. It. I get it.
2: I get it. Uh this one i I picked for a personal reason. It's a story attached to it. And I don't know if either one of you know it. Josh, you probably do, but Nick, you probably don't. It's not all that interesting, but it's just it's just interesting. Okay. Am I the asshole for getting upset at my boyfriend for posting pictures of himself and his sister when they went on a road trip together? My 25 female boyfriend, 25 male, of one and a half years went on a road trip with his sister, 27 female, I think. The past week, uh, while I wanted to go as well, I knew I wasn't in my rights to force them to take me, so I said nothing. However, my boyfriend and sister posted a lot of pictures on her social media of their experience on the road trip. There's some really weird pictures though. Mostly notably one of the, one of the pictures show my boyfriend's sister kissing him on the cheek and some other people show her with her arm around his neck. I feel like many may interpret them as a couple rather than a sister brother relationship. My boyfriend got back yesterday. I got pissed at him and asked him about the photos. He said I was being weird, but I pressed on for a couple times and he got pissed and called me a pervert. He hasn't called or texted me since. Am I the asshole? I mean, I feel like the pictures were kind of weird. Yes, I gotta say yeah too. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, isn't that it's? Yeah, you're sexualizing a like a non-sexual a,
0: relationship. A, a very familial, a like, familial like, relationship. Yeah. Like we're not talking about like stepbro and stepsister here. We're talking about okay,
1: okay. But did this post origin in West Virginia,
0: Alabama?
1: Mm. That's a that's a good
2: Arkansas. Point. Texas? New Jersey. I know they're up here, but I feel like they, okay. Honestly, they're a little might, weird. You, a, you might as well
0: throw in um, Tennessee, Kentucky, Florida, Carolinas. Yeah, all The
1: Dakotas, be- just because. There's only 12,000 people between yeah, both Dakotas. So hey, might as well throw them in there. listen,
0: after the Civil War, they had to get really creative on how to repopulate the South, all right? No, the they South went,
1: will rise
2: again.
0: They went back to some, uh, let's say. Well, I mean, they got rid mid- of mid- half their medieval population. courtships. Anyways, uh, you know that's uh, how that's how aristocrats actually kept their bloodlines um, pure, quote unquote, was incest. So
2: what? You, look, listen, listen. Yeah, you can break every single conflict pre World War One down to two products of incest beefing over turf
0: yeah that's just that so yeah no it's uh <laughs> this girl is clearly uh she has some sort of insecurity um she must miss her brother
2: that's so funny
0: yeah i mean um to get jealous over his sister taking pictures of them on their road trip is well honey you need to figure out some things that's all i'm gonna say yeah my
1: okay so i'm not agreeing at all okay i but i do want to say this kissing a family member is weird to me it's probably because i didn't grow up in a very affectionate household which is perfectly fine
0: that's exactly why josh just so
1: you
2: know well i say i didn't either and i agree that's weird but i don't think it's inherently sexual or anything like that yeah for sure
1: no for sure i just wanted to i just wanted to make the statement like like I would never kiss my brother or sister on the cheek. I don't kiss my parents on the cheek. I mean, the only person that I kiss is my wife.
2: <laughs> hey, don't count me out like that. My gay hey, so, chicken
0: all the way, buddy. So the dudes in my family hug and then the men will kiss the women on the cheek. That's it. That's,
2: oh, okay. Yeah. We're
0: not we don't we're touch not, each other. We're not the dude, I mean, obviously like If you're a baby, there's exceptions. Like, obviously, everyone kisses the baby on the cheek. But after a certain point, it's just like, okay, the dudes only hug and the dudes only give females, you know, kisses on the cheek.
1: See, See, and I've never, I've never, I mean, hugs were probably sometimes. I mean, it's not all the time, but I mean, very, very rare occasion. And even children, like... I'm uncomfortable kissing any children. I don't know. <laughs> okay, let me rephrase that. Babies. I'm uncomfortable kissing any any babies. Like, I, I don't know. It's weird for me.
0: Well, know. yeah. And, that, and that's coming back to just your, your difference in upbringing, affectionate, and showing. Um, yeah, so basically if you're you saying come...
1: my parents didn't love
0: me. No, but if no, you come, hey, buddy buddy, if you come to this neck of the woods, we huggers, all right?
1: We huggers. We huggers. Hug the <laughs> the most the most uh uh physical interaction I get is from Tyler, so
2: Oh, I'm that's all on. over him all the time. He he's a little grab assy. I don't think I got all that touchy with Nick. And I'm upset because he apparently he's open to it. But I, I touch <laughs> you and JJ all the time.
1: Apparently, apparently he's open to it. He's a um, hugger.
2: My little story. Uh, this is a little peek into my my family life growing up. Not really growing up. Anyways, went to Pigeon Forge one time with my my mother, my sister, and a girlfriend. And uh, everyone was pissed off at everybody the whole time. It was one of the. It was just we we should not have been in the same general area, right? uh like you know but the, how it entertained or it like intertwines with this is uh that was like like the first time me and my sister had like became friends like in like a, like a long time right so i was posting a bunch of stupid pictures of her on my snapchat story of like her at the wax museum next to a bunch of different things and like her missing shots at putt-butt golf and just like bullying her basically and my girlfriend was like why are you posting so many more pictures of your sister than of me or us? That's fucked up. Don't you don't you agree? And I said, I think it's fucked up that you said that. That's kinda weird. That
1: I've never heard that story.
2: <laughs> yeah. it, it was like it was this looks like a weird fight to have.
1: That is a very weird fight to have. You guys were there together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. see in the again. Probably my upbringing. I don't show public displays of affection to anybody. Like I, I don't. I'm not a poster. I'm not a picture taker. I'm not nothing. I take pictures of random shit, and most of the time it's for work, not like my actual job, but like what I think I can be an electrician. That's, uh, that's what I take pictures I, of. Look,
2: look what I did. Am I gonna yeah. kill myself? I turn this on
1: yeah that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it. but that's and see, I haven't I was cringy in like middle school and high school, of course, but as an adult, uh, I really feel like the the lack of love and attention I got from my parents are is coming out.
2: See, you don't get to see this. I'm gonna I'm gonna snitch on you real quick. You don't get to see this because you have a new Facebook. You were such a poster. When you were a kid, like I am so friends with your old Facebook, and I get memories all the time of you tagging all of your 37 friends. And be like, I'm so thankful I know all you guys. You guys are my best friends ever. And like, shit yeah, like for that. sure.
1: Yeah. And now uh, I don't post a single thing <laughs> unless I'm drunk. <laughs>
2: uh, Nick, do we have time to do trivia or do you have the
0: duty call? Uh, tonight is a Call of Duty, everybody. So... Call of Duty. It happens that do way you? sometimes. But it um, do. it's been a good show and I've enjoyed it. I have.
2: Um, okay. Um, you know, email us stuff, stories, suggestions, complaints, comments, concerns, follow the TikTok TJN podcast, follow the Facebook TJN podcast. We love you all and thanks for listening.